This episode of Lakers Venice is sponsored by the Seagulls. If you get pooped on, it's not good luck, but it is funny. <laughs> Ooh wee. Lakers Venice, what up? If you didn't know, now you know. There currently seems to be sprinkles <laughs> and a thick marine layer rolling ashore from the aforementioned severe thunderstorm. It seems 99% of Southern California will be protected from the storm, beneficiaries even. Yet the remainder of the country may experience a little discomfort and prefer to seek shelter while nature takes its course. <laughs> Thankfully, Lakers Venice is back up in the whip, lean to the side, and rolling hard in the paint. Now, with the great Kobe Bryant's Hall of Fame induction complete, it is the purpose of the current Laker group to cement the Mamba Forever vibrations with a confirmational back-to-back championship. The Lakers are about dynasties. The Lakers invented the back-to-back. Appreciation to Mr. James, who acknowledged with his words and with his 24 points and eight assists on King Kobe's Hall of Fame induction night. Shout-out to Michael Jordan. Greatest of shout-outs to Vanessa Bryant and Natalia. Mr. James' attention to detail on this evening showed how he is up on game And this is very valuable later in our episode. Now, this episode's OG quick take is most important when it comes to dynasties and winning in general. So this current Lakers moment, we will label the it factor, an acronym for inspired tenacity. Expanded to the team level, we will call this dynasty DNA. Now, the best example of this inspired tenacity in sports history to me comes by way of Jerry Rice, the person I consider to be the best football player in the history of football, though I do need to see Jim Thorpe's tape. But Jerry Rice approached football with the theory that every single day he would channel the same person that was attempting to make the team in his very first training camp. A very difficult disposition to uphold, indeed. And while it does seem that the it factor is taking form with the team, they certainly are not there yet. The one game at a time mantra and meditation, or actually one play at a time, is very similar to the Rice theory of approach individually towards inspired tenacity. Now, any indiscriminate fan of athletics should want to see the suffocating potential of this really, really brilliant Lakers roster. The same to be said for Brooklyn. Yet while Brooklyn's team is obviously very top heavy, the Lakers 
are a top to bottom utility knife. And we'll talk about Mr. V's methodical approach to the employment of the gifts of the Lakers. Relevant to our episode is that many of us are desirous to see a fully operational killer coups. His game winning clear out against the Rockets was too easy, too natural, and very Harden-esque. Kyle Kuzma has the it factor when it comes to closing games. We've seen it. And I believe that the key to unlock the killer coups that we've all been waiting on is to give the kids the keys to the car and the keys to close games. Kuz has paid his dues. He's a gifted driver. He's experienced. And the Lakers got to give him the keys to the car. And that will be another key to unlock the dynasty DNA. Because we have to unlock more players than obviously LeBron and AD. We have to continually unlock Kuzma, THT, Caruso is taking another market step that is valuable to see. And so what we need to see from the entire team is the it factor. Playoff KCP, playoff Keith, playoff Alex. Jeannie and Rob have put an absolutely stellar lineup together. And now it's time for this very special lineup to demonstrate the beginnings of Dynasty DNA. And Lakers fans know what Dynasty DNA looks like. The moral of episode three, I say with a deep reverence, shout out to the spirit of neighborhood nip. Today's moral is gratitude. And gratitude is a very Venice word. Venice goes hard in the paint when it comes to gratitude. Personally, I say that when all the continents were together at Pangea, I believe it was called when all the continents were together, the West Coast was still the West Coast. And it was as far as you could walk west. So when you get to the end of a journey, what do you do? You show gratitude and you have a party. So as far as I'm concerned, Venice is carrying on what's been going on since the beginning of time out here on the West Coast. That being a great segue into our fun fact about Venice. So today's fun fact about Venice is an easy one, but also very, very important. Venice is historically known as the second largest tourist attraction in California to Disneyland. The world, as we stated in episode one, loves Venice, probably a little bit more so than domestically how we recognize Venice. And this also contributes to difficulties in keeping Venice clean. Now, just imagine if one of your neighborhood parks happened to be a worldwide tourist attraction. Now imagine that Venice has the same civic services as your city. It forms a difficult situation because Venice certainly does not have a Disneyland budget in order to keep Venice pristine clean 
especially considering the adjustments to the environment with the canals and things of that sort. It takes a whole lot. And I'm certain that the local civic and environmental organizations would love for me to mention the fact that all of that litter and garbage makes it way, makes its way very quickly and easily to our Pacific Ocean. The spirit of gratitude requires vigilance to care for our surroundings as well as each other. We come to Venice because the land and the spirit are beautiful. And certainly, we all want to keep it that way. Speaking of garbage and gratitude, it's a great thing that Genie Buzz saved the day for the past decade. The content that we suggest that you review this week are the Lakers season opening introductory lineups from 2011 to 2018. Caution though, it might hurt a little bit. Actually, laughter may be more appropriate. Because while we spoil ourselves in the joyous period of Laker normalcy, seeking back-to-back championships and whatnot, it is always wise to never forget. And though the Lakers are masters of the NBA universe, the master knows the learning is never done. And so we begin our beachside lecture. Never forget. That's my history professor voice. Because history is pretty cool, especially Laker history. Now, there may be a range of emotions that you experience uh, as we read this off. So you may want to sit with your partner or spouse or friends, have some comfort food, ice cream, perhaps a stick of butter, a soft stick, because the butter wasn't very hard from 2011 to 2018. We can officially call it the decade of soft butter. Shout out to the great, great spirit of Chick Hearn. And so we begin like this. Mike and Tony. The letter D actually sent a threatening defamation of character notice. Should we include the letter D in Antony's name? So for legal purposes and certainly mostly out of respect, we will not include the letter D in Mike Antony's name. Nor will we put him together with the name of his position. If you don't know, it's okay. It really isn't, but ooh-wee. Fey Mozgov. Because we needed a big, right? I, I, I was, yeah, I was okay with that. I thought better things of it. I'm a Lakers fan. Come on. Jose Calderon. Because we needed 3 and D. Mike Mascala. Because we... (laughs) Yeah. Reggie Bullock. Now, shout out to Reggie Bullock's hair. And also shout out to Reggie Bullock starting for the Knicks. Insert your curious dog face with the head tilt. (laughs) All right, then. Hey, uh, Julius is balling. Um... So, uh, yeah, Steve M.F. and Nash. Woosah. Who Mike Antony 
ran into the ground in Phoenix and we paid for in Los Angeles to the tune of an entire lost generation. Mike Antoni plus Mamba mentality equals angry body parts that stop working. That is the collateral value of his system. No, I'm not upset. By the way, this is the seed list. We're going CBA to name the players that you, I guess, in C that you personally get on your nerves and B, those that you liked and A, those that we loved. Now, Muscala and Bullock made Magic Johnson look bad uh, and you don't make Marcellus Wallace look bad. Now, Marcelo Huertas made us all look bad. I just had to put those two Marcells together. We saw hope in Marcelo Huertas. Thought maybe he might be our little Ginobili right on time. <laughs> Devin Ebanks, Xavier Henry, Kendall Marshall. I know one of them got you. They all got me. And enough of this, so we'll end it with a bang because I don't think that we still haven't paid off. Luol Dang. Dang. <laughs> dang. Dang. Ooh-wee. Now, the B list is a little better. Much better for entertainment value. The B list is where we apparently put lipstick on a pig. Because it's got good personality and all. Thus, we can call the members of the B-list Wilbur. All personality, no bacon. Which perhaps is good for the environment, but it sucks for basketball. The quintessential Wilbur, Nick Young. No, I'm not saying his nickname. I call him by his native name, Giggles a lot. Entertaining, though. The issue with D'Lo was actually the narrative storyline balance, the counterbalance to the 60-point Mamba miracle retirement game. The thrill of victory and the agony of the jackass truth. <laughs> Bunch of kids, man. We'll come back to this theme of kids. Ryan Kelly, to mention a good kid. There was some nickname that they had for Ryan Kelly. I'm sure he deserved it. Nice kid. Great wingspan. Um, perhaps a good coach someday. I could certainly see that. Be welcome back for that purpose. Ronnie Price, good hustle. Wes Johnson, good pedigree, good length. 3 and D once again. <laughs> Robert Sacre. Great story. Roy Hibbert, I just love me some big Roy. He played with my little cousin at Georgetown. Shout out Ashanti. Shout out Ahmad. And finally, shout out Jeremy Lin. Uh, we love you. We love everybody that looks like you. And that's what America is all about. And so in reflection, our current Lakers roster should help to identify the dynastic deficiencies of the last decade. There's a reason it wasn't working, y'all.
Now, before we get to the greater joy and pain of the A-list, we must quickly make certain that we all reflect upon the decade of injuries that was 2011 to 2018. From Kobe's Achilles to Julius Randle's rookie cancellation to LeBron James groin not activating. The last decade was the worst toothache in the Lakers franchise history. And thus, currently, gratitude as we enter into the playoffs seeking another franchise back-to-back championship. Gratitude. So finally, the A-list. And there are surely others outside of the young core. But the young core will be a Laker talking point, perhaps far beyond the point at which Julius Randle is inducted into the NBA Hall of Fame. Uh Uh-huh. Like that. Julius Dion Randle, the founder of Bison Ball. If you ever wonder what a bison looked like shooting a fadeaway three-pointer. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you see Jordan Clarkson with Utah? Man. <laughs> Ooh-wee. He looks like the kid that we, whose highlights we watched on draft night and wondered, are those Dwayne Wade tendencies that we're seeing? Apparently so. B.I., who now we can call 40-point B.I. Just serve him up 40 points every now and again, B.I., why don't you? We had B.I. with the stiff jab. I did love that B.I. Thomas Bryant, South Bay stand up. Starting for the Wizards, balling, got hurt. But Mo Wagner was right there with him. Isaac Bonga was starting for the Wizards. <laughs> okay. We could go on, but Josh Hart, I always feel like, sums up the young core the best. And Lonzo, of course. Lonzo, that's the home team. So just like the rest of the A-list, we'd always love to have any of them to come back home. I mean, with LaMelo balling the way he is, Lonzo got to show and prove. And so our rally cry to never forget. Remember DJ Banga? Remember Smush? Because we're headed in pursuit of back-to-back championships. Once again, Lakers family. Like we always do about this time. You know how we do it, and I don't know about you, but I think Laker OGs want to see the on-court version of some 80s, 90s gangster rap in this 2021 playoffs. I want to see the on-court version of Ice Cube Death Certificate. I want to see NWA in basketball form. And we want to see two of America's most wanted getting loose and nothing but a gangster party. And so we close like we do. 
Manny, Jody, I think Manny and Jody went to go get some tacos. I ain't mad at all. They'll be back. Don't worry. So we close. Shout out to all the artists that make Venice Venice. And when in Venice, please pick up your litter. Dispose of it properly. And whatever you do, show your love. Too blessed to be stressed.